0: And now for the show reflecting on classic radio Hollywood 360 with your host,
1: Carl Amari.
2: Who's that strange looking man, thank you? That's Carl. I met him at the laundry, man. <laughs> Sam a Detective Agency.
1: Sam, sweetheart. I don't know what to do, Rabbi. Every night he listens to the radio. I can't keep him away. The Lone Ranger, uh,
0: the Shadow, the Masked Avenger. Uh, this is not good. It tends to induce bad values, false dreams, lazy habits.
1: Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> guys! 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 Fellas, think we could listen to the radio listen?
3: Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment... Including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the adept Lisa <laughs> Wolf. In this hour, we'll present a 1949 classic radio episode of Dangerous Assignment starring Brian Donlevy. But first, Lisa Wolf Dylan is our lyricist for learning the lyrics. Lisa will read popular song lyrics. I'll try to guess the name of the songs while you play along at home, right, Lisa?
4: That's right, Carl. So learning the lyrics, all the songs begin with the letter C. And unfortunately for you, you can think of zero songs at the moment I think that of begin one. with the letter C. So we'll see how it goes. Popa.
3: Copa, Copa Cabana, <gasps> that's a good the one. The hottest spot north, north of, of Havana. Yes,
4: here at the Copa. Oh, good one, Barry Marlow There's one right there. But I didn't think of that one. Okay. I didn't choose, but that's a good one. Yeah, but unfortunately not on the list. Okay. Okay, here's the first one.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to Lay rest. Lay your
3: weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Right. <speaks in silence> Once I rose above <laughs> the
4: noise and confusion. <laughs> right? You know it? Once I rose above the <laughs> noise, and, noise confusion. and confusion. Just to get a just glimpse to get a
3: glance, beyond, beyond, beyond this,
4: illusion, this illusion. I was soaring ever higher. I was soaring ever higher. But I flew too high. <laughs> but
3: I flew too high. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was <a> bad one. <laughs> <laughs> hey listen, I never said I was a professional Though my singer. eyes could see, I still, eyes could see I, I still was a blind man. I still was a blind man.
4: Though my mind could think, Though I still, was a, mad man. Think I still Come on. was a madman. Still was I man. hear the voices when I'm hear dreaming. The
3: voices when I'm dreaming. Carl, carry on my way who would There it song. is. Carry on
5: my way who would
3: Nice. There'll be peace when you are done.
5: Lay your weary head to rest. Great.
3: Song. Don't you cry no more. Who sings it better, him or me? Oh, my.
4: Uh, I need to hear a little more of you to make a decision. Yeah, <laughs> 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 no, just kidding. This is Kansas, by the way, and the title is Carry On, Wayward Son. Yeah. It starts with a C.
3: Right. (laughs) All right, I got one.
4: You sure did. I got one. one.
3: You got one. Hang on a second. I got one. All right. All right. Wow, I'm off to a good start. I
4: think you're going to get all of these. What? I really do. Come on. I really do. Come on. Okay, you ready? Come on. Okay. You're breaking my heart. You're shaking my confidence daily. Breaking my heart. I'm down on my knees.
3: Down on my knees. I'm
4: begging you, please, to come home. Begging you, please, to come home. Right. Come on home. Come on home. Making love in the afternoon. Up in my bedroom. I got up to wash my face. When I come back to bed, someone's taken my place.
3: Mm, I'm down. That happens.
4: I'm down on my knees. I'm begging you, please. I'm down on my knees. To I'm come home. Begging you, please. To come home. To come home. Come on
3: home. Come on home. Right. <laughs> come on home. Is it a fast song or a slow song? Medium. Mm.
4: In between. Yeah. <laughs> Medium. It's not slow. It's not real uh, fast. Okay. Okay. That that's that's it. That's what? That's all.
3: Yes, that's it. Start over again. Okay.
4: You're breaking my heart.
3: You're breaking my heart.
4: You're shaking my confidence daily.
3: Shaking my confidence daily.
4: I'm down on my knees.
3: Down on my knees. I'm
4: begging you, please. I'm
3: begging you, please. To come home. Come home.
4: Come on home.
3: Come on home. home. Making
4: love in the afternoon.
3: Making love in the afternoon. Yeah. Up
4: in my bedroom.
3: Up in my bedroom.
4: Up in my bedroom. Bedroom,
3: Up in my bedroom. Right. I don't know this song. I mean, yes, you do. I might know it, but I can't put it together. Really? I just can't piece it together. It Sometimes, starts
4: with a C. Sometimes it just doesn't you know, like it. It's like that
3: first one, you said one line, and I, and I, I was able to sing right. the song.
4: Okay, let's hear it.
3: Celia, you're breaking my heart. I have never gotten them.
4: Really? I'm this is Simon and Garfunkel. No, I don't I don't
3: I don't ever listen to Simon and Garfunkel.
4: Well I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, I I'm, I
3: mean they're talented. I just never really got oh, into them. I'm
4: a huge fan.
3: Oh Cecilia. I'm begging you please to come home. Come on.
4: Here's the part you like. never got this. All right. Well, I noticed that.
3: <laughs> all right.
4: All right. Well, this next one, you absolutely know.
3: Okay. Okay. All right. Go. Is it Bruce Springsteen? It's not. <laughs> not even close. Is it Tom Petty? It's not. Okay.
4: You get one more shot.
3: Uh, Elvis? Nope.
4: Who can take a sunrise?
3: Johnny Cash? <laughs> Who you... can take a sunrise? <laughs> That's all you need. That's Candyman.
4: There it is. Who can take That's a sunrise? That's Sammy Davis Jr. Sunrise. sunrise with
3: you. With with what a nice you. song. It it's such a happy song. A to, uh, the the Candyman. Candy man. Candy oh, the, the Candyman candy can. You happy? Candy man. Very cool song. The
1: Candyman
3: can, can cause he mixes it with love and, love and makes the world taste good.
1: Makes the world taste good. Oh, candy
3: The candyman. The candy man. Whoa, the candyman oh, candy
5: can. The candyman can. The
3: candyman can, the candy man can <laughs> cause he mixes it with love and makes the world taste good. Makes the world taste good. The candy man can everything, everything he makes. Satisfying <laughs> and
4: delicious. Now you talk about your
3: childhood good wishes. You, you can could even eat the dish. Which dishes.
4: makes no sense, but it rhymes.
3: I'll tell you what, Sammy. He had Sammy a. Sammy Davis. He yeah. had a way, didn't he? Yes. His, his, That's right. He has a way. He, he and Dean Martin had that mm-hmm. same kind of savoir right. faire, you know, that just that coolness
4: and very charismatic.
3: And of course, Frank Sinatra too. Sure. I mean, all those Rat Pack guys yeah. did. You know,
4: they had they just like we had always a swagger. Say, they don't make them like they used to, right? Right. They had a
3: swagger, That's right? And like. You can hear the swagger. Mm-hmm.
4: You hear the confidence and the charisma, voice. all of that.
3: Mm-hmm. He belted it out and he had the right. It just, man. That's right. So He's great. just cool. Sammy Davis Jr. Yep. Right there. Dishes. All right, Lisa. Great all job. Right, great
4: job. Two out of More three. More of back. Hollywood
3: 360 coming your way. Stick around. Separate
0: more hollywood 360 after these important messages now back to the best in
3: classic radio on hollywood 360 that's exactly what we have for you the best in classic radio each and every week we take great pride in bringing you terrific quality that's right the sound quality of the classic radio shows we play are, I truly believe, is second to none. We we go to great lengths to make sure that the radio shows we play for you sound incredible, like the show you're about to hear, Dangerous Assignment. This is a broadcast from 1949. Now, Brian Donlevy starred as U.S. secret agent Steve Mitchell in this series. It was a spy drama, and uh, he was sent to exotic foreign locations to troubleshoot for the USA, came to radio in 1949 until 1953. Her Butterfield played the commissioner, who would brief Mitchell on his dangerous assignment, and then he was off. You know, he'd start out in the office of the commissioner, and he'd say, "You know, uh, Mitchell, I got to send you to, uh, you know, Budapest or wherever it was." And he would, he'd get on a plane, and off he went. This uh, did make a syndicated uh, transition to TV in 19, in the 1950s. Thirty-nine episodes were produced. You know who funded it? Brian Donlevy. He, uh, he said, you know what, this should be on TV, and I'm going to do that. All right, let's go back to July twenty third, 1949. Steve is off to Nigeria. Here's part one of Dangerous Assignment. The
0: National Broadcasting Company brings you Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell in... Dangerous Assignment! The time near midnight. The place, Nigeria, West Africa. Two men stand on the swaying observation platform of a train which winds its way across a yawning chasm between two mountains. This gorge we're crossing looks pretty deep. Yeah, about a thousand feet. I didn't realize there were so many mountains in West Africa. This is the third trestle we've been over in the last hour. It is hilly country, but soon we reach the inland plateau where it is more level. Oh, you've been around this neck of the woods before, huh? Yeah. Oh, incidentally, I don't think we've met. I'm Russ Holden. Yeah, I know. Huh? Huh? I have been following you, Herr Holden. Following me? Hey, wait a minute. Get away from me. This is where you get off, Herr Holden. No! 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 You've seen him as Sergeant Markov in bold Guest, as Charles Dana in Two Years Before the Mast. And now, here is our star, Brian Donlevy, in another two-fisted portrayal as Steve Mitchell in Dangerous Assignment.
5: Mighty
0: Lemon, from Miami, Puerto Rico,
2: Cape Verde Islands, and Dakar, West Africa. Now ready to depart. All aboard, please. Come
0: on. Look, Ruth, I still don't know what this is all about. One minute, I'm doing a smooth rumba with a smooth blonde. The next minute, you're dragging me to a taxi, shoving passports and plane tickets down my throat.
2: I can't help it, Steve. I just do what the commissioner tells me. Oh, Oh, there he is over at his car. Steve,
0: Ruth, over
2: here. Coming, Commissioner. Ruth, will
0: you see that Steve's suitcase is checked aboard the plane?
2: Okay, Commissioner.
0: Steve, let's get in my car a minute. We can talk there. Okay. Now, make this quick, Steve. You're leaving for Nigeria, West Africa, in five minutes. West Africa? Now, now, look, Commissioner. We've got to move fast, Steve. We may be too late as it is. What do you mean? One of our men has been over there two weeks, Russ Holden. He was to send a report back not later than noon today. We haven't heard a word from him. Well, maybe he got delayed. I don't think so, Steve. I'm afraid Russ is dead. Dead? Look, what's this all about? Manganese. Manganese? That stuff they use in making make steel? Yes. Last week, all shipments of manganese to this country were suddenly cut off. We think the interests behind that move are trying to form a worldwide manganese cartel. If they succeed, our entire steel industry will be crippled. I still don't see what all this has to do with West Africa. Two weeks ago, we heard rumors that a rich vein of manganese had been discovered over there in the border country of northern Nigeria. Oh, I see. That area is controlled by a native tribal chief named Soba. And you sent Rust to negotiate with this Soba, huh? Yes. We want Soba to sign an agreement permitting United Nations representatives to start mining operations in that area. And we've got to get to him before the agents of the cartel do. And that's where I come in? On the surface, you'll be a foreign correspondent trying to get an interview with Soba. Let it get out you're looking for him. Also, that you're trying to locate another foreign correspondent... Russ, hold him. Lucky me. I get to play target. I'm afraid so. It's the quickest way of flushing the opposition out into the open. Steve, you'll be up against a tough outfit. They'll stop at nothing to keep you from getting the sober. They'll throw every obstacle in your path they can, including a bullet. Great. And they'll be trying to get the sober ahead of you, too. Steve, the plane's ready to take off. Okay, Ruth. You're... First stop in Nigeria will be the Alexandria Hotel. We know Russ stayed there for a while. Alexandria Hotel, right. Steve, if Russ is still alive, find him and work together. If he isn't, go it alone. But above all, get through to Sober and get him to sign that agreement. You've got your assignment? Good luck. Welcome to the Alexandria Hotel. You wish a room? Yeah, and a blotter. This rain is even more so than what the Florida papers say about California. Please sign here, sir. Hmm. This is the rainy season, you know. No kidding. From now until October, sir. <laughs> you sound proud of it. You mean it's this way all over Nigeria? Off finance, answer, sir. Fine. Mr. Steve Mitchell, United States. Hmm. Boy, take Mr. Mitchell's suitcase to room 22. Will you be staying with us long, Mr. Mitchell? No longer than I can help. I shouldn't be here at all. Sir? I'm a foreign correspondent. A friend of mine was supposed to do a story over here, but I guess he wandered into a bar somewhere and forgot all about it. So now I have to do it. What was your friend's name? Holden. Russ Holden. Why, Mr. Holden stayed at this hotel while he was in Lagos. When did he check out? Several days ago. I believe he took the train to Kugama. Kugama? Where's that? It's inland and to the north, Mr. Mitchell. That is a long trip by train. Uh What kind of country is it up there? Oh, very wild, sir. Uh Well, I guess I'm going to need more suitable clothes. Is there a store around here where I can get outfitted? Oh, yes, indeed, sir. Carter's. It's right in the next block. Okay. I'll uh, give it a whirl as soon as I get out of these wet clothes. Right up the stairs until you're right, sir. The boy will have your room all ready for you. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Let me see your register. You wish a room? Let me look at that register. But but Why, sir? What business have you with... Register. Give it to me. All right, but... Let's have it. (sighs) So he is, Steve Mitchell. Uh, You may have it back. I don't understand. You ought to say nothing about this. Forget all about me, do you understand? But no, I don't understand. To help you forget? Yes, sir. What can I do for you? The uh, clerk at the hotel told me I could get some clothes for the back country here. But I see you've got some other customers over there. I can wait. To tell the truth, sir, it's a relief to wait on you. Uh, what? That gentleman over there with the pith helmet on backwards is Mr. Brighton. He's being outfitted for his first hunt, and waiting on people like that is always a trying experience. Hmm. Who's the girl? She don't look very trying. That is Mrs. Brighton. Oh. Luckily, they've hired one of the best guides around here, the tall gentleman, Mr. Campbell. Well, fix me up with whatever I'll need, huh? Let's see now. You'll want a tunic and... Mr. Brighton, Brighton, watch out with that rifle, Mr. Brighton! Hey! Are you all right, sir? Yeah, two inches to the right and I wouldn't be.
1: My goodness! Mr. Brighton, put down that gun before it goes off again.
0: You okay, mister? Yeah. Uh, I I, I don't know what to say. I'm so dreadfully sorry, old man. Look, where'd you learn to handle a gun anyway? Why, I... Oh, you see, I I was trying to find out how to load it. Yeah, you uh, found out, all right. uh, Such a stupid accident. I'm frightfully
2: sorry. Peter, I think you've distinguished yourself enough for one day. Let's go back to the hotel. I need a drink. That's
1: probably a good idea, Mr. Bryden. I'll attend to the rest of the stuff. All right. Now, look, old man. Yeah, yeah, you're frightfully Sorry. Let's let it go at that.
0: Peter! Come in, my dear. I'm very sorry this happened in my store, so I'll get an outfit together immediately.
1: Okay. Ought to be an easier way of making a living than this. Yeah. I can't say
0: I'd care to play nursemaid to a trigger happy tenderfoot like that. <laughs> oh, incidentally, I'm Steve Mitchell. Laird Campbell. Cigarette? No,
1: oh, thanks. American, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> yeah. Being a guide, you expect a certain percentage of lemons, but it looks like I hit the jackpot this time. To make it worse, Brighton's decided there's only one spot in Nigeria where he wants to hunt. Way up north, past Kugama.
0: Kugama? Yeah.
1: Tomorrow we're taking that stinking train.
0: Uh, look, Campbell. Hmm? I'm a foreign correspondent, and I'm supposed to get a story on a tribal chief up there. Soba? Yeah. You know him?
1: Yes. Yes, I've hunted around there a couple of times. Huh. He gave me this good luck charm a few years ago. Yeah. Say, how would I go about getting to Soba's Village? Well, it's a pretty rugged country. You have to pack in from Kugama. Say, our safari will be headed in that direction. Why don't you go along with us? I could take you right to Soba's Village. Well, I wouldn't want to inconvenience you. All nonsense, no inconvenience. Believe me, I'd be glad of the company. And I don't think Brighton would have any objections. How about it?
0: Well, that's a thought, Campbell. Thanks for the offer. I tell you, we can talk about it on the train to
1: Kugama, huh? Okay. See you on board, Mitchell. Right.
3: What a cattle train. Huh.
2: When do we get to Kugama, anyhow?
0: Tomorrow noon. Care for another drink, Mrs. Brighton?
2: Sure, I'd care for one, but... Better not.
0: Hmm?
2: Look at Peter over there, scowling away. He thinks I've had too many already.
0: Mr. Brighton doesn't approve,
2: huh? He's one of those physical fitness bugs. He must have read about Teddy Roosevelt when he was a kid. He's been trying to live dangerously ever since.
0: (laughs) You know, you sound like you come from my side of the Atlantic.
2: Kansas City.
0: Oh. How did you happen to... How would
2: I happen to wind up Mrs. Brighton? Who knows? One day I'm in the chorus at the Palladium in London... The next day, I'm Mrs. Peter Brighton. And I've been on a bicycle ever since. I think I'll have that drink after all.
0: Lola, getting
2: late. Hmm. You can read me like a book. Oh, well.
0: Is this seat next to you occupied, sir? No, no, help yourself. Thank Uh, you. What were you saying about being on a bicycle, Mrs. Brighton?
2: Last year it was pig-sticking in India. Have you ever been pig-sticking?
0: Not that I know of. Your husband must have a lot of time
2: on his hands. Does oh, sure. he work? He works. He's always got some big conference going on. He fools around with a lot of different interests, oils, mining, stuff like that. I see. Well, it's getting late. I think I'll turn in.
0: Okay. See you in the morning, Mrs. Bryden.
2: Good night, Mr. Mitchell.
0: night. It is very amusing. What? Permit me. I am Varchek. What's amusing? That everyone is suddenly going to Kogama. Oh? For years, I have operated trading posts up there, and nobody pay any attention to that region. But now, suddenly, everyone is interested in it. Oh. No. Does a hunting party and a newspaper hack after a story constitute everybody, Warcheck, <laughs> This hunting expedition and the story you seek, they would not by any chance have to do with the rumors of a discovery of manganese ore in that region, would they? You're doing the talking. If you prefer, I will confine my conversation to the scenery. Like I say, you're doing the talking. As a matter of fact, we are passing through some very beautiful country right now. Oh? Yes. We are approaching a gorge which is quite spectacular. The view from the observation platform is a rewarding one.
5: Hmm.
0: Is it? Well, I could do with some fresh air anyway. Thanks. You are quite welcome, sir.
3: You are spectacular. Spectacular! You are spectacular. You know that, (laughs) Lisa. Spectacular. Thank you, Carl. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lisa. (laughs) We're listening to "Dangerous Assignment." Brian Donlevy starring in it. We'll have the conclusion after this break. Hi, Carl Amari here. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, Suspense, and Burns & Allen, consider becoming a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows in superior sound quality, along with historical liner notes and photos of their radio stars. The 10 shows I'll send you will be on 5 CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. Members also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full 5-hour holiday Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30 minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co host. The digital links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 and Radio Rarities whenever you'd like. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. And when you join the Classic Radio Club, there's no long term commitment. You can cancel at any time. Become a Classic Radio Club member at classicradioclub.com. That's classicradioclub.com. And now back to Hollywood
0: 360 with Carl Amari.
3: So uh, Steve Mitchell here, he's uh, he's in Nigeria to obtain rights to a new manganese discovery. A what? <laughs> manganese discovery. <laughs>
4: Magazine discovery?
3: Manganese. <laughs> M-A-N-G-A-N-E-S-E. Manganese. Got it discovery, whatever that is. What is a man- What is manganese? I is that like a, a disease of some sort? I honestly, it doesn't sound like anything I'd like to have. Well, I, you know, I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Amari, but you've been diagnosed with manganese disease. I can tell you what that is. Maybe it's a fruit. What is it? Manganese. It's a
4: mineral that's found in several foods, including nuts, seeds, tea, whole grains, and leafy green vegetables.
3: Yeah. You have an uh, you have you have uh, a very rare oh, case.
4: It's a chemical of element.
3: Manganese disease, Ma- Mr. Amari. Manganese. Oh my gosh! What
4: do I, manganese. What do I
3: do about that? Well, um, first of all, we uh, we think you should have a lot of bed rest. <laughs> Try to avoid Lisa Wolf as oh, much as you can. That
4: I understand, <laughs> um, and
3: that should help.
4: Well, it's been nice working with you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, Brian Donlevy here. Um this is a good adventure. He's in darkest Africa here. Um, yeah, July 23rd, 1949 broadcast. Let's hear the conclusion now to Dangerous Assignment. Good
0: evening. Oh, enjoying the view? Yeah, that's the some Gorge we're going over. yeah. It's almost a thousand feet deep, Herr Mitchell. Mitchell? How come you know my name? Who are you? Hey, what are you doing? Get your hands off me, will you? This what is hey. rare you get off, Mitchell? Watch out. Now. A friend reach you down there? Let go of me. We're out. Hey. Yeah! National Broadcasting Company is bringing you Brian Donlevy, starring in the role of Steve Mitchell in the third of an exciting new adventure series, Dangerous Assignments.
1: You okay? Yeah.
0: That was close. What happened, Mr. Mitchell? Mr. Campbell and I were sitting in the smoking car. We saw a man follow you outside, and then there were sounds of a fight. There was a fight, Borchek. The other guy lost. Over the side, huh? Uh-huh. That was some view you sent me out here to see, Borchek. Or wasn't that what you had in mind? I do not understand. What's the
1: next town we get to, Campbell? Volcano. Be there in a few minutes. I have about a four-hour layover there. Telegraph office in the station? Yeah. Telegraph office?
0: Yeah. The press association I work for is very strange, Warchick. They like me to send them stories now and then. So that's what I'm going to do, if it's all right with you.
2: Please report, Commissioner.
0: Good. Let's have it. Considerable interest being shown in manganese area by tenderfoot hunter named Brighton and trader named Warcheck. I'm joining Brighton Safari to vicinity Chief Sober's Village. Good. Sounds like
2: he's been a busy bee, Commissioner.
0: Oh, no, wait a minute. Almost got tossed into Canyon two hours ago. What? Afraid Russ Holden wasn't as lucky as I was. Oh, I was afraid of something like that, Ruth.
2: Poor Ross.
0: Hey, wait, there's more. I have two hour layover here in Kano. and borrowing one of Campbell's native gun bearers to take me back to that ravine I almost got shoved into. Let's see. We're just about under that railroad trestle right now, Zuru. Wana! Look! Yeah. Not a pretty sight, is it? Yeah. That's the guy who jumped me, all right, Zuru. Wana? Yeah. I have seen that man before. What? Where? No can remember. Or well, try to remember. Zuru, try. It's very important. Let's see. He ought to have some identification here in his wallet. There it is. Hunts Graber. Hmm. Never heard of him. wanna Me uh, find something? What is it? Here. A wristwatch. Bones, too. It's Russ Holden's wristwatch. Train leave station soon. Time to go back, wanna? Yeah. Come on, Zuru. Thanks for lending me your boy, Campbell.
1: He's a good one. Yeah? No? of the best. He's lived around this north country most of his life. Matter of fact, he belongs to Selva's tribe.
0: Oh? Mr. Mitchell, did you find anything at the bottom of a ravine? I found what I was looking for, Warchek. The body of men who attack you? Such a beastly thing to happen, old boy. Somebody have a grudge against you or some such silly thing? Apparently somebody does, Brighton. Still the man of mystery, Mr. Mitchell?
1: Look, Warchek. Warchek, I've got one rule on safari. Everybody minds his own business. But of course, Mr. Campbell.
0: Warchek going with us?
1: Yeah. He asked Brighton if he could tag along as far as his trading post. Always glad of company.
0: Helps keep my wife from getting bored.
1: How much longer before we get there, Campbell? I will pull into Kugama about noon. Take a couple of hours to load the jeeps. That'll get us started around two. By sunset tonight, we'll be camped in the bush.
2: How about putting some more wood on the fire, Campbell? Yeah, sure thing. Give me a hand, will you, Mitchell? Okay, Campbell. That's better. What was that?
1: Big cat out there somewhere. Good, good. Maybe we'll get a crack at him tomorrow.
2: I can hardly wait. There's a wonderful ride on a stuffy train, and a few charming hours bouncing in a jeep. Now a mangy lion waiting for us. How did I get so lucky?
0: Well, if you will all excuse me, I think I will go
1: to my
2: tent.
0: That's a good idea, me
1: too. Probably be a good idea if we all turned in pretty soon. We'll want to get started by dawn.
0: Guana? <laughs> Guana? Huh? Who's out there? Zuru. Oh, oh, come on in, Zoro. What is it? Buona Campbell with you? No, uh, Campbell's in his tent, isn't Not he? Not in tent. Oh, wait a minute, he said he was going to check the jeeps before he turned in. We'll look for him there. Uh, something I can do, Zuru? No, me talk to Buona Campbell. Oh, incidentally, have you remembered yet where you saw that dead guy in the ravine? Uh, me only talk to Buona Campbell,
2: only talk to Buona Campbell.
0: Hmm, what's with him?
2: Mr. Mitchell. Huh? It's Marla Brighton.
0: Oh, hi. What can I do for you?
2: Buy me a drink.
0: Afraid I don't have anything.
2: Oh, fine. I might have known Peter would carefully omit any liquor from his provision list. Oh! The who was that? It came from over there in that brush.
0: Campbell. Campbell. Here I am, Mitchell.
1: Zuru. Oh, what happened? Just going back to my tent. I heard Zuru's scream. Found him like this. His throat's been cut.
0: Campbell, Campbell, what's all the noise about? That frightful scream, my...
1: Good hand. Best boy I ever had. And he's dead. Murdered. Murdered? By whom? That's just what I'm wondering, Warchick. Perhaps a fight with one of the other bearers. Yeah. Perhaps. The sun's coming up. We'll leave as soon as Brighton's
0: ready. Uh, Look, Campbell, maybe I better head for Sobu's village this morning instead of tagging along with you,
1: huh? I wouldn't advise you trying it alone, Mitchell. I'll take you over there later as soon as Brighton's had enough hunting for the day.
0: Okay. Is Warchek going with us this morning?
1: No, he said he'd rather stay here at camp.
0: Hmm.
1: Hey, Campbell, Hmm?
0: I didn't get a chance to talk to you last night after Zuru was murdered, but I think I know why he got it. What do you mean? Zuru told me that he'd seen the guy who tried to push me off the train before. Huh? Where had he seen him? I don't know. But I think he remembered last night and wanted to tell you about it.
1: I wish he could have found me sooner. Well, here comes Brighton. We can start now.
0: Hey, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to stick pretty close to Brighton while we're out in the
1: bush. (laughs) Afraid his gun may go off accidentally in your direction again?
0: Yeah. I might not be so lucky this time. What time is it, Mitchell? Five to eight. Sitting in this jeep in the middle of the jungle is not my idea of sport. The sun is getting hotter by the minute, and so are the mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah. What's keeping Campbell? He said he and his gun-bearer would pick up the trail of that lion and come right back for us. He's been gone almost an hour. Well, he'll probably be along in a few minutes, Brighton. Oh, this isn't turning out at all the way I'd hoped. But I suppose I shouldn't have expected anything else. Huh? Yeah. I'm sick of the whole business. I should never have let Campbell talk me into coming way up here in this godforsaken country. It was Campbell's idea to come up here? He said it was yours. Why, No. He told me the hunting was better around here. Come on. Hmm? Get out of this jeep. Let's get into the brush. Hurry up. But Campbell told us to stay in this clearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably circling around behind us right now. Come on. Mitchell, I don't understand. Neither did I. Until just now. Here, into this brush. Get down. But why is Campbell shooting at us? Not us. Me. Look, you sit tight right here and you'll be okay. It's me he's after. Mitchell, where are you going? Soba's village. It's about two miles west of here, I hope. <sighs> hey, what's that? Sounds like the village just ahead. square dance. Ah, well, here goes. <laughs> hey, look, don't let me stop the feast. If one of you will just tell me where your chief is.
1: He's not feast. Death does.
0: Oh. Who are you? I want to talk to Soba, your chief. Is he around?
1: Maranga, Jolo. Hey, now, wait a minute. Look.
0: Oh, Barunga, what is it? A white man want to talk to you. Is your name Soba? Yes, you come at bad time, white man. We have death dance for one of my people, Zuru. Bring his body into village this morning. Yeah, I know. Look, Soba, this is important. I've got to talk to you right away. Go to my hut, white man. We finish death dance, then we talk. Barunga! You sound like men who speak with straight tongue, Buena Mitchell. Maybe your people are right ones to dig in my ground for metal. Good. But you are too late. What? Other men promised my tribe much food and medicine. What other men? His trader man, Warchek. Warchek? Oh, looks like I pegged the wrong guy. Where is he? He's still in village. Yeah, I see him. Over by that other hut. Uh, excuse me, Silver. Warchek! Warchek! Ah, Mr. Mitchell. It would seem you arrived too late. Now look, Warchek. I've been through too much in this deal to let that cartel you're working for come out on top now. But you're mistaken, Mitchell. I work for no cartel, but for myself. Why? You are bidding for mining rights. Cartel is also bidding for them. What more profitable place for me than in the middle where I can do business with the highest bidder?
5: I'm... <laughs> I... Oh.
1: Warchek! Looks like Warchek didn't stay in the middle very long. Campbell! Any agreement Warcheck has with the chief is void now. And with you out of the way, Mitchell, I think we'll be able your, to...
0: Your man, Garber, missed, huh? So you're going to finish the job yourself? Yeah. You ought to get a promotion for this, Campbell. Uh-uh. Just money. A lot of it. Yeah. Enough money so you didn't even mind killing Zuru... when you realized he remembered seeing you and Graber together. That's a lie. Soba, it's not true. Mitchell here killed Zuru.
1: You killer of Zuru. Look, Soba, I tell you, I didn't kill Zuru. It was Mitchell. White
0: Hunter lies. When my men pick up Zuru's body, they find good
1: luck charm I gave you long time ago. What? Oh, I... I must have dropped it when I bent over Zuru after he died. No. Good luck charm under Zuru's body. Marunga! Uh, No. No, no,
0: Salba. Marunga, blowgun! No! No! Mitchell! You... Good Marunga. Good... He kill one of my people, he die. You don't waste any time, Soba. Mitchell. What? Come. We go to my hut. We talk some more. Good. You can sign the agreement. I have the papers right here. No sign. Wh- what? Why? Soba, no sign name. Soba can only make X. Oh, Well, look, Chief, don't worry about that. Right now, your ex is going to look like a million bucks to me. Come on. Have just heard the third in an exciting new adventure series, Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell. Dangerous Assignment is written by Bob Reif and directed by Bill Karn, with music by Bruce Ashley. Be with us again next week at this same time when Brian Donlevy, starring as Steve Mitchell, will embark on another Dangerous Assignment. <laughs> This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure every show we played tonight was an NBC show. Dangerous Assignment. Good spy drama from July 23rd, 1949. Steve was off to Nigeria, darkest Africa there, on that episode of Dangerous Assignment. Brian Donlevy starring... And um, he was the only guy that starred in this. You know, sometimes you have a series and different people star in it. He was the star of the whole run. And then when it moved to TV, he was also Steve Mitchell on TV. And the interesting thing is nobody wanted to do this show on television. He he was playing the role on radio, and it was successful. And then he pitched it. You know, he wanted to play the part on TV. And so he talked to different television networks and, and things. And nobody wanted to do it, and I'll tell you why, because this show had the whole, you know, gist of the program was that he was in a different locale, mm-hmm. you know, every week. Well, on radio, you could do that right. easy, TV you know, easily. Is very
4: expensive
3: on TV, yeah. and so they were like, "Well, no, I mean, if it was just like a situation comedy, like Our Miss Brooks, you're just sure. in the school or you're at your apartment, you know, that's two sets." But this is an expensive show, and nobody wanted to do it. And he said, heck with all you. And he put up his own money, and he syndicated it, and he paid for, I'm sure it was a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine back
4: then? Yeah, but it was very successful, right? It was.
3: He did 39 episodes, and he starred in them all, and it was very well done. And really, it looked like exotic locales and things. I have all 39 episodes in black and white. They're great. Um, And then he syndicated that all over the world for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. It was very successful. So uh, all of the TV executives were wrong, and Brian Donlevy was right. NBC Broadcast. Hope you enjoyed that. It's time now for This Month in Music History. All right.
4: See if you remember this song from 1969.
0: Where it began. I can't begin
3: to know it, but then I know it's growing strong. Is this Glenn Campbell? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this is. Uh, no, spring. it's not. No, this is. Uh, wait, hang on a no, second. No, not. I know who it is. <laughs> I know who it is. <laughs> okay. It's a uh, Coca Cabana guy. What's his name? It's. um uh, The Copacabana guy.
5: Copacabana hey. is Barry Matalove. Barry Matalove. Is not. this Barry Matalove? <laughs> No. Is that
4: Glenn Campbell or Barry Manilow? Wait, hang on. out, <laughs> You know him. I've seen him in Vegas. Sweet Caroline.
3: Yes. Sweet Caroline. Who is this? I'm having a brain freeze.
4: I see that. Glenn Campbell.
3: No, it's not.
4: Barry Who Manilow? It? Who is this guy?
3: <laughs> Who is it?
4: It's Neil Diamond. Oh, Neil
3: Diamond. (laughs) Yeah, I... Yeah, Neil Diamond. Okay, I see him now. All right, Neil Diamond.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's a good song, Carl.
3: That's all right. It's a little
4: slow for you, but it's a great song. slow. I like Neil
3: Diamond, though. All right, thanks, Lisa Wolf. (laughs) More of Hollywood 360 after this short break. And when I... More
0: Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360.
3: Well, Lisa, while you're eating your turkey, tofu, veggie, whatever the heck it is, Mike Gastella and I will be having real turkey with real ham on the side. Real everything. Everything.
4: Just the and you're gonna have
3: bake everything. I
4: will have cranberries and sweet potatoes, Ugh. along with my. Uh, well, we, my,
3: will uh, <laughs> we will have the real thing. We will have the real thing
4: Thanksgiving, but like, we hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes, this week.
3: happy Thanksgiving happy next Thanksgiving next week. It's the Philco Radio Time suspense, the Great Gildersleeve, Frontier Gentleman, and Cloak and Dagger from my co-host Lisa Wolf, our executive producer Mike Costella, my crabby brother Vince Amari. This is Carl Amari saying thanks for listening. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. It's time to
1: rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire